as a shy person and also as an introvert it's so hard for me to step out of my comfort zone and that's why i avoid for so long to start to speak and to use the language in an active way i realize no this is not communicating in english i need to do something Thank you so much for tuning in guys i am daniel you're listening to my fluent podcast if you can't follow the conversation no worries because there is a transcript available on myfluentpodcast.com or you can find the link directly in my show notes and by the way there are also all the links to the source which are mentioned in this interview with charles so buckle up and have fun Okay, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's a huge honor for me to be part of your amazing project. I really love your podcast. And so I am Charles. I am from Brazil. I live in a small town in the countryside, south of Brazil. Professionally, I am an accountant. I've been working in this industry for about eight years now, but Nowadays, I am preparing myself to become an English teacher. This is a project for 2021. I want to help Brazilians to learn English. And also, I am a podcaster. Um, I have a podcast called Stories of Language Learners. And I interview language learners from all around the globe. And this podcast it's a passion project that i started back in may of this yeah. year and since then i am having a blast connecting with people from different cultures and backgrounds and knowing their stories how they learn languages especially english and it's so much fun and i've been doing this since then Okay, so a little bit of my journey with English. I basically started learning English back in 2015 when I decided to do a traditional course here in Brazil. But before that, here in Brazil, we do have English classes at school, but we usually just learn grammar and this kind of stuff. I remember after I graduated from high school, I couldn't speak in English at all because Yes, here in Brazil, we just learn grammar and this kind of stuff. We don't have actually um, speaking It classes. It was the same here in Switzerland as well, <laughs> in my language journey. Yes, this is so sad because this is the reality of a lot of people from other countries. Unfortunately, we don't have good education when it comes to being fluent and acquiring real English. So, yes, I decided to try and I started doing a course in 2015 i did one course for one year and then i stopped and then in 2016 i decided to try again and i did another course for about six months and then i stopped again and i realized i don't want to just learn grammar and doing exercises <laughs> um, i wasn't motivated to continue in these traditional courses i don't regret because i think that we do need to have a foundation of the language so learning the basics was really important for me but truly i'm not a big fan of traditional courses so um i stopped for one year so basically in 2017 i didn't study at all and then in 2018 i decided to start to study by myself and here i am today right and What do you think, Charles? What do you think helped you the most in your English journey to become a confident English speaker? Was there something like a turning point or some sort of an aha moment that you had? Yes, I would say that my turning point happened back in 2018. Um, so as I said, I started learning English back in 2015, but until Until 2018, I was just learning the language passively. Um, I was listening, I was watching things in English, I was reading, but I never used English in a real life situation. 
So there are three things that I would like to mention that it was like a breakthrough in my learning journey in 2018. So the first thing, it is a platform that I used to have English classes with native English speakers. The name of this platform is called Cambly. So for me, um, as a shy person and also as an introvert, it's so hard uh, for me to step out of my comfort zone. And that's why I avoid for so long to start to speak and to use the language in an active way. I realized, no, this is not communicating in English. I need to do something if I really want to learn this language and if I really want to speak using the language. So I decided to join Cambly, which it was, I was so terrified. I remember my first lesson until this day. I sat behind the computer for two hours before to click the button to call the instructor. Um, but once I did that, I started to feel more comfortable and more confident little by little. Um, that was like a starting point. And then I realized that I couldn't afford more for this class. So I used Cambly for three months in July of 2018. And in October of 2018, I joined a program called Connect and Communicate. This program was created by Stephanie, the English coach. She's a YouTuber and she has a lot of programs. And I joined this program and this was a lot of breakthrough in my English learning journey because in this course I learned how to connect with people using social media and how to communicate using real English and I remember that when you enroll this course you have access to a private Facebook group and Stephanie she would always um, encourage us to connect with each other and to do partners calls actually we had some it was like um, a monthly task like a challenge so we would have to reach out to someone else and to have a call at first i was so terrified and so there was another breakthrough okay. which is meetup i don't know if you know what meetup is but a lot of people from a lot of countries they use this app it's an online platform where you can meet people in real life. Um, so yeah, I have used it before. I decided. I also participated on a, some sort of a language exchange. Oh, Meetup! It's awesome. If you guys who are listening to it right now, if you don't know what Meetup is, you should um, search about it. Unfortunately, nowadays because of the pandemic situation, people are not meeting in real life. But I will say that communities, they are still meeting online. So you still can find communities on Meetup and you can connect with these people. And back in November or December of 2018, I decided to join Meetup because first, I already had some classes with native English speakers and then with the Connect and Communicate program I had some calls and conversations with people from other countries so I felt a little bit more confident with my English so I decided to go to the next step which was to have real conversation with people face to face um, and I remember that I started to look for some communities on Meetup and I found a community that it was in a city super near from the house of my parents and I decided to give it a try and I remember that I joined the WhatsApp group of this community and I talked with the founder of this community. The founder of this community is a guy from USA who lives in Brazil and I said to him, his name is Bruce, hey Bruce I would love to participate but I'm so shy, I'm so nervous, how this meeting works and is there anyone there if I go there tomorrow? I asked to him and he said to me, oh, I will see for you right now, just a sec. And then a few minutes later, he sent a message to me, Charles, unfortunately, we don't have volunteers in there, but would you like to be a volunteer to help us in this community? And I said, you what? Because, um, yes, they didn't have anyone to to help 
them in that city because this guy he lives in another state so this community is built by volunteers yeah. who give their time to help others to learn english and to improve their english as a whole and i said i'm so unqualified i'm not the right person and then i said to him no but i will accept and i decided to do this as a challenge to keep improving my english so Truly, that was one of the best decisions that I have ever made in my English learning journey because at first it was so daunting. I remember that I would have to go to a strange city that I didn't know the city. Um, I would have to meet strange people that I didn't know and I would have to speak in a strange language, yeah. like in English. I was so terrified and I remember until this day, the first meeting that I went one guy showed up and i was so nervous that i started to speak in portuguese with the guy and he said to me hey man we are here to practice english and let's speak in english and then after that i stayed in this community for about one year and a half helping them during these meetings and with the pandemic i helped them um conducting some online meetings and then yeah this was my three turning points in my english learning yeah, journey this is really great and i think that in general the most difficult things or things that scares us brings us the most furthest it can boost our skills but in the first place we just have to step out of our comfort zone which is not that easy. We all know that, but sometimes we, we just have to take the action, you know? <laughs> That's why I love like challenges. I'm sure that we are going to talk about some challenges, but this really makes us to get out of our comfort zone and to give our best to reach our goal, which is to speak fluently in a new language so challenges are great ways for us to improve yeah i absolutely agree with you so maybe we should move on to the next question if that is okay for you so the question yeah. is what is your top tip for intermediate learners and above okay i make a list here of some examples but i would say that my number one advice is use english actively because i know that a lot of learners they are able to read to write to listen and understand but they cannot speak which is the hardest part of learning yeah. a new language so i would say that my number one tip is use your english actively as much as you can and i have some examples here record your voice this is so powerful because you can analyze your speech and you can improve your pronunciation and then you can auto-correct yourself. What do you mean by you can analyze your own speech? How do we do that? Because I feel like once I started to consume a lot information in English, like, as I said, I started learning 2015, and in 2018, I started to use the language in an active way. But before that, my passive vocabulary, it was really good because I could understand like 99%. So when you are at a point that you are able to understand everything that you listen, if you record your voice, you will pick it up your errors because your passive vocabulary is good. I hope that makes yeah, that sense. makes absolutely sense to me. <laughs> awesome. Another example is use social media. So you can think about one platform that you love. For example, if you choose Instagram, you can start a social media profile on Instagram. And then you can start to post in English. So, for example, if you are a person who loves to talk about travel or nature, or any interest that you have, you can start to produce content on social media, record videos, post pictures, and write texts, 
And there's so much you can do using social media and committing yourself to everyday post one thing in English. And also you can immerse yourself in the language by following people who share content on social media in English, people who write in English, who makes video in English. And in this way you are connected with the language. Also, record videos if you are a person who are not shy and if you like to record yourself, you can start a YouTube channel and pick a subject and start to record yourself in front of the camera and make a YouTube channel. Um, or if you love your voice, or maybe you don't love your voice, but you are a podcast lover and you would like to start a podcast. This is another example that you can use your English in an active way. And the last one, it is join communities, because this is something that I always say. You don't have to be alone in this journey with English, because it's so hard. And joining communities is awesome, because you will have people who are going to support you in this journey. And you can talk with each other. People, they understand your struggles. They can relate. They are not going to judge you. And yeah, connecting with people through communities is one of the best ways for you to use your English in an active way. Thank you, Charles. These were all excellent examples and tips. And I just wanted to say the last one about communities also great. And I think it's beautiful how you could build this community. For example, you have this telegram community which is becoming more and more active but also the zoom sessions that you are leading is just amazing and i think that you need to be passionate about all of this because it takes time of course to manage all of this and to lead the community but it's really great i wish I had such a community like you have. It's really great how you can build up on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really encourage you because I'm sure that you have a lot of listeners who love to hear uh, everything you have to say and people who would love to connect with you in a personal way or maybe people who really want to find people to connect with to improve their English together. So you can use this platform that you have, which is your podcast, and you can create a group and start putting these people together. And this is like, I never thought that I would build a community out of this podcast. But as I said, I had some little experience with the meetup community yeah. by leading zoom group calls and also in person and i decided to why not create something for myself because this community that i was uh, part of they just reach people in brazil so 99 percent of the people who participate in this meetup community are from brazil but my podcast it's a global community we have people from so many different countries that sometimes i cannot believe that I put these people all together and yeah, I'm so grateful because it's so nice when I organize the video group calls and then I see people getting together and getting to know each other and practicing their English while having fun because there is something that I don't do. Actually, I do not teach English. My podcast, it's an advice yeah. podcast and when I decided to start to organize group calls on Zoom, I didn't want to make that like a class because people are tired of learning grammar exactly. and doing classes. <laughs> so I decided to do something fun. Just put people together and asking some questions in general for them to practice their English. So yeah, I really encourage you start a community. You can use Telegram or any other platform. I will give it a try and maybe you can give me some tips Later. Yes, for sure. We were talking before recording, but we were talking that it's a lot of work behind the scenes. And I thought to myself, I want to do this. This is a passion project. I want to help other people. But I am learning so much and I don't want to 
make this content just for me or for one or two people. I want to reach people. I want other people to get inspired by these amazing stories. And I want other people to hear this advice. Um, so I'm going to try to learn about digital marketing. And sure, sure enough, I learned by myself digital marketing. And I have, I don't know, 1,000 people on Instagram in wow. just six yeah. months. That is amazing. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, you have one additional Patreon today because I joined your Patreon today because, oh, because really? you inspired me so much that I decided to become a Patreon. And speaking of oh. inspiration, let's jump to our next topic, which is inspiration, because inspiration can be very, very powerful, also in the process of learning, because it gives you like a motivation boost, especially when this inspiration makes us more creative or sparkles a fire in us. And this could be writing stuff recording yourself whatsoever so in my opinion that can be powerful and even make you forget about your fears for example so in this context i would like to know from you charles who or what inspired you to create your stories of language learners podcast okay so before i answer i just want to say thank you so much for joining me on Patreon, it means the world to me. Thank you. Okay, so the inspiration that I had behind this project was basically my journey with English. I remember that at the beginning of my English learning journey, I thought that I would never be able to speak this language because I thought it was too hard. But the number one thing that I did when I first started learning English, it was to watch videos on YouTube where people were talking about their experience learning English. So basically, it was videos from a lot of people from Brazil speaking in Portuguese and sharing their stories. How do they learn? What do they did? And so on. And Truly, watching that videos gave me like the boost that I needed to have to keep me going through the hardest times. And then when I decided to start this podcast was back in May of this year. And I realized that I had more free time because of the whole pandemic situation. And then, and I am a podcast lover. Yeah. I spend me so too. many time <laughs> listening to podcasts. Yeah, podcasting is amazing. We have a lot in common, Charles. <laughs> yes. And then I decided, why not use my extra free time that I have right now and start a podcast? But I never thought I would start a podcast in English. But I thought to myself, I think that I, I'm going to try to start a podcast in English. And the idea behind this podcast, it was to interview people who learned English or any other second language and hearing their stories and asking them for advice to inspire other learners who are struggling in the process of learning a new language and yeah basically that was my whole inspiration and just the simple facts that i was able to connect and communicate with people from other cultures and backgrounds using English. It was surreal for me and I fell in love with it. And since then, I am still doing this <laughs> until today. Yeah. Okay. And do you know of someone who you could inspire with your podcast? I mean, with the project in itself, maybe you, you can share a story that you know of. Yes. Um, when I decided to start this podcast, um, I had no idea how to start or where to start. And I decided to use English to put this all together. And I remember that I started to look on the internet how to start a podcast. And I found a guy. His name is called Pat Flynn. He is a huge influencer in the podcasting space. And I found a guy online. And 
I followed all the steps and I started to listen to his podcast, which is called Smart Passive Income. And his story was really inspiring because I don't know in detail 100%, but basically I remember that he said that, I don't know, 10 years ago he lost his job and then he started to think about something to like have passive income and he started this podcast smart passive income and he hated his voice he wasn't good at speaking he was like super introvert and now he is a huge podcast influencer and i learned so much from this guy and i'm so grateful for everything that he, this guy produced on the internet So you guys should check it out his podcast is called Smart Passive Income. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I know his podcast. I used to listen to it as well, but I think that was maybe two or three years ago. I can't remember exactly. Charles, I would like to know if you know of a story of someone who, who got inspired by you. I mean, for example, I think that I listened to one of your episodes in which you talked about something one of your family members started out to learn English because of you, I think, because he he listened to your podcast. Yeah, actually, when I started to use my old social media to share the content of my podcast, some people of my family, they started to reach out to me. Hey, Charles, are you an English teacher now? Um, which I'm not yet, but 2021, um, for sure. And they started to ask me, there is one cousin who started to ask me a lot of advice to start learning. And I sent to him a lot of resources. And um, it's been a while since the last time I, that I talked with him. But sometimes I see he posting on social media, like making an instagram stories that he's watching a video uh, to learn english or something like that which is really amazing for me because my family is huge and i'm the only one who speaks okay. in english and the reality here in brazil i don't know about the switzerland but here in brazil like from one to five percent of the population are able Holy. to speak Oh, yeah, that's not much. (laughs) No, I guess in Switzerland, it's a bit different. I think that the younger generation speaks English. So you conducted about 20 interviews. And my question now, is there any particular language story that stood out and maybe had a massive impact on you? Yes, I have four of them. That I am gonna try to share super quickly. <laughs> so the first one is this: the first interview that I did with Camila from Rio de Janeiro. She is from Brazil. She was my first guest, and I met her through a, a challenge that we did together. And she could relate with my struggles because she's a shy person, and uh, I'm also a shy person. And I remember that in one of our calls during the challenge, I said, Camila, one day I think I will start a podcast. And if I start a podcast, I would love for you to be the first guest. And she was my first guest. And this episode is one of the most listened podcasts because like two shy people recording (laughs) an episode of a podcast speaking in a foreign language. So that episode was really amazing. And also... Season one, episode seven, I met Mari. Um, she got a job using English after six months. She started learning, which was incredible. Um, I am terrified of going to interviews to speak in Portuguese. I can even imagine how it's like to go to the interview and speak in English and she just with six months of learning English she got a job in an English school which was really amazing and also season two episode number three I met Samuel who is an ASL instructor he is also an actor and singer and he learned 
English, basically, with no money. Here's a story that's really inspiring. Because sometimes we complain, I don't think that I'm going to learn English because it's so hard. But nowadays we have the internet and we have so many resources. But this guy at the time, he started learning English because someone from the church gave him an old book about learning English. And this guy, he would use every single opportunity that he had to learn English for free. And today he's an ASL instructor. Did he appear on a Netflix series? Oh, yeah, he was in a movie on Netflix. We talked about his movie as well, which was really amazing. Um, and the last one, it is my last interview from season two, the episode number 10 with Esmeralda. Esmeralda, she basically learned English by herself, which is incredible. I can't even imagine how it's like to learn a new language from scratch with no one to guide you. I think that it's super challenging and I really admire her for that. And also she participated in a challenge which she would have to have calls with other people in, and in one month she did almost 200 calls, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is remarkable. Yes. So if you want to improve your English like today, <laughs> participating in a challenge, um, it's really amazing. Because you can accomplish a lot in just 30 days. Can you imagine 200 calls in one month? <laughs> I can't awesome. imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for these inputs. Is there any method or a tool that you could integrate into your language learning process? I mean, a method that was mentioned by one of your interviews, maybe. Yes, I wrote down here one specific technique that a lot of guests that I had in the podcast, they shared with me, which is shadowing. For those of you who don't know what shadowing, shadowing is, basically is when you choose someone that you want to sound like this person, and then you can start shadow this person. So basically, if you have a favorite YouTuber that you really love the way that they speak, you can start to watch their videos and then stop and try to say after them what they said in the video. So this is basically shadowing. And this is something that I heard before starting to make my podcast, but I never... Um, started doing this until a lot of guests on my podcast started mentioning it over and over again. Yeah, I think that is a great method. And I tried that one as well, but not with YouTube videos. Instead, I used, of course, my favorite podcast episodes. So that was really amazing because I could also remember vocabulary and I could listen to, to voices that I really like. Yeah. So thank you for that. And another question is, how could your podcast project support your learning process? Okay, so the first thing that starting my podcast influenced a lot my journey with English it was basically everything that I had to learn to put this all together, I used English. So when I first started, I started to look on Google and I found the guide that I mentioned from Pat Flynn, which was a complete guide. If some one of you guys are interested in look it up. So it's how to start a podcast in 2020, the complete guide by Pat Flynn. This guide is phenomenal. So yes, I used English to learn everything about podcasting. So I improved my English in general a lot also by creating online content on social media by editing the interviews and writing texts to making posts my speaking skills i improved so my pronunciation i improved a lot and if someone asked me charles how can i improve my speaking skills i would always say start a podcast or record yourself because this is powerful and I am living proof that this works. And also interviewing people 
is a whole other skill. And Daniel, you probably know about it. It's so, sometimes it's so hard, it's so challenging. And I don't even knew how to interview people in Portuguese. And yeah. I had to learn how to interview people in English, which was so much more challenging. So I think that nowadays I am a little bit good at it. <laughs> but yeah, I still am improving. But yeah. I learned so much and my podcast helped me a lot in my process of learning English for sure. Thank you, Charles. And I can absolutely relate to what you said right now because it was the same with me. I mean, on my very first episode, I had to write down every single word because I could not speak freely and Now I can just speak whatever I want. Of course, I am not flawless, but the communication is the most important thing. So the next question is, yes. well, I don't remember exactly. I think it was in the interview with Stephanie where you mentioned that two or three other fellow mates started out with a podcast as well. Maybe you could tell us more about it. Yes, there are two people from the community that I know that they also start a podcast. And the first one, it is Lee. She is from Vietnam and she started a project to also improve her English and to put information out there. And I talked with her once, I guess, and it wasn't in the challenge, but we had a really amazing conversation. And I was so happy when I saw that she started her own project, which is amazing. Um, also, there is another community called English Takeover Community. This community is created by a lot of English teachers from a lot of countries and they have also a podcast it's English Takeover they have a podcast as well which is really amazing okay great yeah it's really great how a, a program or a course can inspire people and then they make their own podcast I have experienced that yes. as well in my language journey that that other people also started out with their podcast. And for example, there is a podcast called Stanex English Podcast. And I think he has produced almost 400 episodes, which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. You are a big fan of challenges and you mentioned it on episode 10 of your second season but of course you mentioned it before <laughs> as well first thing that comes to mind to me is a challenge in which you make a video of yourself and upload it on a social media platform can you tell us a bit more and it would be interesting to learn how we can make the best out of a challenge yeah so the challenge that i talked about It's called the Fluency Breakthrough Challenge. And this challenge was created by Stephanie, the English coach. She's the same one that I mentioned before about the program that I did connect and communicate. And this challenge truly, it's incredible. I already participated three times. So basically this challenge, it's a 30 days challenge that Stephanie runs on Instagram. And she will have tasks to complete during 30 days. The last one, I think I paid $15. But the main task of this challenge is to have calls with people from around the world. And I had so many amazing and incredible calls with people from so many different, different cultures and backgrounds and Each one of them, I think I did at least 20 calls. And this challenge, it's not just for you to improve your English, but this challenge will help you to connect with new friends. So basically, 
these people they are strange at first but then they turn into your new friends yeah. that you can still keep in touch and a lot of people that i met through the fluency breakthrough challenge first edition back in july of 2019 i still keep in touch with them and we still sometimes do calls and some of these people from this challenge they were interviewed on my podcast awesome um, so yeah, I really encourage people to participate in challenges and, but you need to commit yourself because first you are paying. Second, if you are really serious to improve your English, then go for it, give your best and try to complete all the tasks or maybe try to complete as much as you can. And about doing calls, something that I would like to mention is be proactive there are some tasks that you will have to reach people to have calls don't wait for people to reach out to you be the first one be kind uh, look to their profile send a nice message and then invite them to have a call and because a lot of people they participate in this challenge and they are waiting for someone else to talk with them first but no if you are really serious about improving your english be the first one who are going to send a message and a lot of misconception that a lot of people think, Oh, why I'm going to join challenges to improve my English with other learners. They aren't going to make my English worse. No, they won't because a lot of times you will talk with people who have a higher level so you can learn from them. And sometimes you will talk with people who have a lower level and you can teach this people and when we teach this is an amazing way for us to improve our skills with english great so let's move to the next question charles and speaking of challenges in one episode of stories of language learners you mentioned something like people sometimes think that they have to pay something in order to learn but actually with the internet we could acquire any skill so could you Tell us more about it. And I mean, would you recommend to take physical classes in these days, for example? Yes, I would highly recommend if people can afford to take some classes. I think they are important, especially if you are at the beginning of your learning journey of a new language. I mentioned the stories of Esmeraldas, who learned by herself, which was really remarkable, but I don't think I could like learn by myself since the beginning from scratch. That I mean, I probably I would learn, but I will say that if you have someone to guide you at the beginning, you will learn faster because there are some structures. You, I believe that you should build a foundation of learning a new language. And another thing that, yes, we do have so many resources online that we do can use to learn anything. So as I already mentioned, and I have these examples, for example, to put my podcast all together, I learned everything using English for free, yeah. like by reading articles, by watching videos on YouTube and Also, one specific um, example that I also have here, it's about social media marketing. I learned everything that I needed to learn to share the content of my podcast through listening to podcasts. Yeah, I think you just need to be passionate about it and be engaged and then you will learn. But it is you that has to learn because in my opinion, there is this misconception that people sometimes believe only because they attend a school or a class that they will automatically learn English or be becoming fluent. But that is just not true because in the end, it is you yourself <laughs> that has to, to make the effort. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I couldn't agree more because a lot of programs online or in person, teachers or the creators of these programs, they will give you all the resources, the methods and the tools for you. In order for you to be good at it and to learn, you will have 
to give your attention, your time, you have to be dedicated. Great. Now let's head to my favorite question <laughs> because, well, Charles, one thing that I noticed is that in your episodes, you tell again and again that you are a shy and introverted person and that it is difficult to communicate for you or it was difficult for you to come out of your comfort zone. And by the way, I like that we can learn about a lot of tips and tricks for shy persons in your podcast. So the question basically is, did you lose a bit of your shyness during your language journey? And if so, how did you do that? Yes. Um, so basically, how I do this is by exposing myself and getting out of my comfort zone. So I really like to mention that I'm a shy person and sometimes people don't believe <laughs> that I'm a shy person because they say, oh, you don't seem like a shy person. But I think that I developed this skill when I am speaking in English that I don't seem super shy because I have been speaking in English right now actively for, I don't know, the past one year and a half or maybe two years. So I developed this skill. And yeah, by exposing myself and getting out of my comfort zone, this was the key for me to overcome the shyness. So some of the examples was by calling people through the Connect and Communicate course with Stephanie and having calls with these people and having classes on Cambly with native English speakers and being a volunteer on meetup meetings. And so when I look back, I cannot believe that I was able to do all of this and in English. So this is like a barrier that we as language learners, we need to break. And once you break that barrier, you will feel more confident and more comfortable every time that you will have to use the language again. So yeah, I would say if you are shy and if you are listening to us right now, expose yourself and try to get out of your comfort zone. This is the key to overcome okay. shyness. Thank you. Basically, you lost your shyness a bit and obviously you mastered the English language. You conducted about 20 interviews with native and non-native English speakers and the second season just ended. But still, Charles, you are podcasting about a language learning topic. So don't you think it's time to move on and cover another topic on a new podcast or something like that? That is an excellent question. And I was thinking about it yesterday. And for now, Stories of Language Learners is a passion project that I hope that I can continue doing this as much as I can and yeah this always started because I wanted to connect with people I wanted to keep improving my English and I wanted to also help others and this is something that I will continue to do and about maybe changing the subject um, right now I don't think that I could because my life's kind of crazy. I don't have too much time to start another project, but this one I will keep doing it. But I will say that now that I'm planning to start to teach English here in Brazil, I was thinking maybe starting a podcast in Portuguese for English learners here in Brazil. But this is just an idea right now. But It will be still about English, which this is a passion. Um, and yeah, I don't think that I would start a podcast about other things okay. yet. But yeah. Then we are lucky <laughs> because we can, yes. <laughs> you we can got... listen to more episodes. Yes. So thank you very much, Charles. And the last question would be now, where can we find you and get to learn more about you? And do you have anything you want to share with our listeners before we wrap this up? Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram, Stories of Language Learners, or also in any music platform. You can type in 
stories of language learners. I would love to connect with you. And okay, I would say for the learners out there, please don't give up. It's not easy, but the simple fact that you are interested in learning this language, which is so important in English nowadays can open so many doors and opportunities. Don't give up. If you already started, don't give up. And something that I always say is have a goal, because if you have a goal, the probability that you will reach this goal, it's higher because you will stay motivated through the hardest times and be consistent because if you like try to use English every day for five or 10 minutes, the results will show. And one last thing, this is a long life journey. Don't think that you are going to be fluent in three months or in six months, which is so sad when I see advertising about it, because this is a long life journey. Um, I, I'm still working on my English. Every day I learned something new in my own native language, which is Brazilian Portuguese. I always learn something new as well. So don't expect to learn everything before to start connecting with people or using the language in a active way. Uh, this would be my final thoughts. Okay, thank you very much, Charles. These were really great points, really great inputs to wrap this episode up. And thanks again for being part of my Fluent podcast. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me and for reaching out to me. I really, really appreciate it. It's an honor to be part of your podcast and I hope you can continue doing this. Your podcast is really amazing. I will continue keeping in touch with you and you will be on my yeah. podcast. <laughs> Let's I'm looking forward say to Say to everyone that... <laughs> So. Yes, I can't wait for us to record our interviews. So guys, stay tuned because in season three, Daniel, it's going to be on my podcast. Thank you very much, Charles. It was a blast to chat with you. And thank you listeners for tuning in to my Fluent podcast. It's great to have you on board of this language journey. I am Daniel, and if you liked this interview, and if you like learning vocabulary through podcasts, then you might also like my other show called The Vocab Man. See you soon. Bye.